0: We are talking about rope bondage, uh, specifically Japanese rope bondage.
1: Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk.
2: It's a bit like hanging your washing out to dry, but with a lot more staining. Oh. Oh. My name is Bibi Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Coming up, coming up. We're going to have someone who puts you on the ropes. <laughs> hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Miranda, mm. when you book guests, yeah. Do you deliberately do it with humiliating me in mind? Yeah,
2: <laughs> now I do. Now I see <laughs> what you get like.
1: <laughs> My name is
0: Anna and I run Anatomy Studio in London, which is a dedicated Japanese rope bondage studio.
2: Anna. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> from Anna to me. Yes. yes. Well, done. Done. well done. Well done. Well, done. well, well done. done. I'm a particular fan. Anna from Anatomy Studios. Hello. Hello.
0: Thanks for having me here.
2: Oh, thank you so much for coming in. I'm not thanking you.
0: No? Okay. <laughs> oh, Is this because I'm tying you up? Or... Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I don't thank people that turn up. Don't drink your tea. Don't drink your herbal tea like
2: you're an innocent.
1: Turn up with a... It's a big old lump of rope.
2: Yes. Yeah, I have actually asked Anna to come in because she's going to be talking to us about the events that she holds at Anatomy Studios called Rope Jams...
0: Yeah, so every Tuesday and Thursday, the studio is um, open for general practice from seven. And on Thursdays, we have a beginner's edition. So Tuesdays is open practice. Uh, there's no structure to it. People just come and do their thing. And on Thursdays, we have a little taster session for, for complete beginners.
2: Now, what? let's start at the beginning. <laughs> okay. What is it? What is the rope right play that we are talking about?
0: Uh, we are talking about rope bondage, uh, specifically Japanese rope bondage. Uh, also referred to as shibari or kimbaku, so those are the terms.
2: <laughs> so it's not pukaki. No, <laughs> See, that is a different thing. Ask <laughs> <laughs> next. I've him in. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> um, so basically, it involves uh, two people. One person who is referred to as the top or the rigger, uh, who will apply rope and tie um, a person who is generally referred to as the bottom or a or model in, in a scene. So this is basically, essentially, uh, you know, erotic erotic bondage. So is it dom-sub with rope? Um, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. A lot of people wouldn't actually relate to those labels at all. Um, a lot of the times the rope is more done in the context of a of a partnership, um, it doesn't necessarily have to involve loads of um, power exchange. I
2: think so. A lot of people would it would think that right play is just you just tie up your wrists and your ankles to the beds. But with shibari, it's it's a lot more intricate than that, isn't it?
0: It is. It's it's basically more like like a dance between two people. So the whole thing. So. In, people are used to think about bondage um, more in a western context as tying your partner up to then do things to them Mm. Uh, in the context of japanese rope bondage the application of the rope itself and all the movement that you create uh while you tie someone and the headspace that you create through it and all the sensations that you create through it that is the play so actually like we only really use rope in like a pure japanese rope scene uh so you don't necessarily need all the other toys so it's less about like you know the end goal of restriction it's more about the process and then also like the unraveling so the untying of the
2: person that's so interesting isn't it have you ever seen shibari no (gasps) oh it's beautiful isn't it it is an art
0: yeah i would i would say it's it's an art form for sure it is quite intricate it does take a long time to learn and you can learn it basically for the rest of your life it's it's just there's no like like finish line really and it has a lot of elements so there's obviously like the element of aesthetics but also there's like strong psychological and emotional elements to it and you know so you can kind of learn this kind of thing forever really
1: what are the psychological and emotional
0: elements essentially what you're kind of doing is playing with this uh, idea of of uh, letting go and being vulnerable so you're volunteering yourself when you're bottoming in a rope scene to let go one of the first things that you'll do in a rope scene as a rigger is you'll tie the hands so basically you're removing the hands so essentially you're introducing this element of vulnerability on the part of your partner so you're you're playing with this kind of like you know qu- often quite tab- taboo element of asking to someone to like trust you physically, emotionally, psycho- psychologically. So it can be really, really powerful. And I think as adults is something we don't experience very often. This, uh, this feeling of being completely vulnerable, but also completely safe. We might experience this as children if we have like, uh, you know, a healthy upbringing where mom and dad are there and they take care of everything. But as adults, we don't really have those, moments a lot so it feels really good for a lot of people to be able to just completely let go but knowing that you are completely safe and that the person doing these things to you has your best interests at heart why is that sexual it's not sexual for everybody and also it's kind of tricky to define what sexual is right for someone nudity might be sexual and for someone else nudity might not be sexual at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: it's kind of the same with rope for some people it's really tied to like their you know, eroticism and their sexuality and for other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people who are actually identifying themselves as asexual who do rope because they get this sense of, like, intimacy and closeness with other people without it being, like, sexualized for them. So I think that question is always really tricky to to answer. And it really depends on who you're asking.
2: So... Talk us through one of your one of the the rope jams. So you do them every Tuesday and Wednesday at Anatomy Studios in London. Thank you very much. Getting your book in there for you.
0: Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all
1: good. Don't turn up on a Wednesday. Oh, that would've been great. Alex. Get some rope. That would
2: have been great. <laughs> ah, There's me with the washing line. Fit of capital. Come on then. Um okay. So, at a a rope jam session, Mm. say if one of our listeners really wanted to give this a go, Mm. what, let's start off there. They're in the car park. What should they Mm. be wearing, if anything?
0: (laughs) So, you can (laughs) essentially wear anything you want. We have very few rules in the space. We treat everyone as if they're adults who can behave in the real world. Uh, But we do, we are like a sex positive space. So, if people do want to get naked, that's totally fine. If you want to be like covered in latex, head to toe, so that's also totally fine. Those things are actually quite unusual. Like usually people will actually just come after work. So they'll be like wearing like, you know, their work clothes, like jeans and a t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. Or yoga clothes. Some people will change into like more comfortable shorts or something like that. So it's easier to move. But but that's basically it, especially in the context of a, of a workshop or a beginner session. It's unusual that people will like go quite naked. Mm. And can you do it with someone else or is mm. there like a way to meet? people there or... Yeah, so the the nice thing about the studio is it's very, very social. So it's very easy to make friends. Um, Especially on Thursdays because there's so many beginners. I mean, when I say so many beginners people never believe me, but our average number is about... 35 to 45 people every single thursday wow. uh, the lowest number i think we had this year was 25 and the highest was 82 so it really oh there it, it really is very packed on uh, on thursdays and most people have never done rope before at all so they have no idea what to expect yeah. um, so it's totally fine to show up on your own and with your experience and you can come with the attitude of basically just watching you don't have to commit to anything oh, I'd like to watch yeah people can come and just watch it's really rare that people will actually just sit and watch oh. usually like it's so social that people like to get involved and you can work in groups or you can just tie yourself if you don't want to work with anyone else um but it's really kind of just fun and relaxed and like upbeat and it's you know it's not like you don't you don't have to commit to doing anything with anyone you don't want to so
1: instructing is their music yeah so we
0: basically uh between 7 30 and 9 on a thursday we'll have have a little taster class so two staff members uh, a lot of times it'll be myself um and and one of the other staff members will lead a little taster session so we'll take people through the very very basics of how to handle rope and how to like put rope around someone and basic you know a little basic pattern and um, and then after nine we just put music on and people can keep tying socializing drinking tea hanging out reading yeah <laughs> reading what? yeah we have a little library <laughs> what are you reading there's also a board games <laughs> we also have a hammock I mean it's very versatile <laughs> I just go there for the hammock <laughs> and a, a little game. lie down
2: bit of twister <laughs> um, is it mainly... snakes and rope ladders? Is it? Oh, <laughs> sorry, oh, wow. I'm gone now. Wow.
1: Is it mainly Catholics who come to see you? Uh,
2: I
0: haven't, I haven't checked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't usually ask people I'm, their their denomination. I just have to ask the thought process there. I'm sorry, Anna. Where do Catholics come
1: from?
0: I guess because of the guilt, Is, Is the, the guilt, the guilt the pain, and the shame the thing. <laughs> and shame.
1: Oh my God, that's my restaurant. I've been
0: bad timing. having
1: and shame. <laughs> That's I my restaurant or my book? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a room. Yeah, it's <laughs> a railway
0: arch, so you can imagine you can imagine it that as hasn't such. not made it better. <laughs> it's yeah. a so it's a, <laughs> a
1: we're railway arch, yeah. <laughs> and there's a little bit of music, and there's people, and there's a hammock, and they're reading. <laughs> is there food? uh Sometimes people will bring cake. Yeah,
0: a lot of the regulars like to bake. um So usually there's cake and things like that
1: as well. (laughs) And you you said that you can do it on your own. You could tie yourself up. Mm -hmm. Have you ever just left someone there? Like tied up
0: alone. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of a fire hazard. So... No, I would be
2: in <laughs> breach of something. I feel. <laughs> what about what about the rope itself? Can people do? People bring their own? Or can, or will you no, have we
0: some? have communal ropes, so you don't have to bring anything. So we sell rope as well, and but there's communal rope and, yeah. and boxes people can just use. <laughs> How did you get into it? I was thirty-one. a String of like relationships that were not super satisfying, and. Just wanted to basically get in touch with my sexuality and discovered fet life, went to a few interesting like lectures on things like feminism and kink and consent and all that stuff. And then I just kind of dove in
2: and started going to events. Mm -hmm. so yeah (laughs) do you have like anything for the more advanced people if someone's listening Mm. and going ah whatever you know i've got sex swing do you have anything (laughs) 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 for the (laughs) show-offs we do i mean
0: we have like the occasional sort of uh play party and we have a lot of advanced rope workshops in general we'll either teach them ourselves or invite presenters from abroad to come and do like these uh intensives like two or three day like really intensive uh workshops in the studio so there's yeah there's a lot of advanced events as well yeah. but to be honest most most of the the events that are the most popular are always the more entry-level ones yeah and um, people just at the end of the day want to get a little bit of confidence with the kinds of toys they're playing with right um to be able to like you know, have fun with partners. So it's just a bit of, about like gaining confidence and a bit of skill development and then, and then they're off. <laughs>
1: and then People take it home.
0: They, yeah, I imagine so. I mean, I don't ask everyone what they do in their private lives, but <laughs> you know, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and they seem to be having fun in the bedroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: they come to you for beginners and then you don't see them again.
0: Oh no, no. We see them again. We have, so like I would say, like, we retain about 20% of the people who come through the door as beginners uh, in some form or another. Either they will come to other events, like the life drawing events or the parties and things like that, or, like, the performance events. Um, And then, like, a smaller proportion of that become, like you know, super regulars. I come to everything all the time. (laughs) It's very addictive. It is a very addictive activity because you can, it's, Mm. you know, if you like puzzles, if you like problem solving, if you, if you're a little bit on the geeky side as well, like it's, it's, it's really fun. You can kind of get lost in all the intricacies of it
1: as
2: well. I want to kind of,
0: have a go
1: yes
2: go on go on but do you want it can it be done to me yeah anna will you tie will you tie I, up bb I,
0: I will i will do my best <laughs> my best job <laughs> so just a couple of questions so yeah. basically just to explain when we do this kind of thing it's always nice to like obviously like make sure that everyone's consenting and that we do a bit of negotiation is there anywhere that you don't like rope to to be put on your body
1: east croydon okay
0: okay <laughs> 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 that is very specific. Also, not at all what I was asking. That's cool. <laughs> can I tie? Can I? Can it's, I tie your like upper chest area? Yes, I'd love you to. And can I tie your hands together? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> going for yes. it. Yes. Should I do it now? Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do okay. So nice. I shall narrate. Can I sit down? What's going on? Yes. So, Anna, how long is that How long is that rope, would you say? So, a standard rope for this kind of play is about
0: 7 to 8 metres in length. It's made of jute, which is a natural fibre, and about 6 millimetres in thickness. That's your kind of standard tool. You're about to get a full 6 millimetres. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, Jeez, Louise. Okay. All
1: right, so if you can hold both on. your hands together like this. Oh, quite nice
2: wrists. You do. They're very beautiful wrists. Thank you. I can attest to this. So, BB is currently holding her hands out with her hands clutched together in full... Like
1: I'm being... Am I being kidnapped? I, no, I, I'm not consenting to
0: kidnapping okay. you. <laughs> so, um, okay, so all we're going to do is start off... This is how we start in most ties. We remove the hands and we do a little, what we call a single column tie. So, this is just your anchor point, your starting knot. Okay. And then we use the rest of the rope...
2: And now the the hands are going into her chest, so you look like you're having a, a prey, but like really close to your chin. Oh, and now the rope is going oh round your God. arm, it's round the other arm. It's quite nice. Yeah, now it's going round an elbow, and then through it's more rope on my um, on my back. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: It's. Do you know what's weird? It's kind of pushing on muscles. Yes. That. Mm -hmm. aren't really used to being pushed on. So there's like a slight burn sensation as well.
0: Yeah, so that's usually the sensations that people like in bondage is the sensation of being held quite firmly. So it's not so much, it is, people say it's tight, but it's more like a firmness. You know, when you go to the masseuse and they like apply pressure to get rid of those knots, is that that kind of similar sort of idea? Um, And that means that because you're being held by the ropes, uh, your muscles can kind of relax and let go. And as a result you kind of produce endorphins and that's
1: what people like about it. Is that what's going on with mm. me? It's I'm feeling I had no love as a child. <laughs> but only my parents tied me up. We are in an office with glass. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that man to look in. Oh, please turn around. Look, he's looking, he's looking, he's not
2: looking, he's looked, he's, he's looking, he didn't know what to do, he's walked away.
1: <laughs> I love this feeling. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? <laughs> it feels hot then cold. Mm.
0: Yeah, people will experience, like, temperature changes. Yeah. So you'll feel, um, especially when you've been in rope for a long time, and it's if it's quite intense as well, when the ropes come off, it's uh, normal that people kind of start shaking a little bit as well. Like, they get, like, cold and the adrenaline rushes out.
1: Yeah. That's
0: sort of what people say. Like, it's it's sort of oddly comforting. Like, you're just being
1: sort of held and you can kind of, like, go. I quite like my body feeling um, different to how it usually feels as well.
0: Oh, good. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, <you're> good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get over that man. I bet we're thrown out in about two minutes. <laughs> you want to
0: see all sorts. Oh
1: yeah, and the taking off. How's yeah. it yeah. when you take off is the routine as well?
0: So yeah, so when you when you take off, usually you refer to like the taking off. It's sort of like coming back down the mountain. You know, you go to the top of the mountain, you have your experience, but then coming back down is like yeah. the whole thing as well. And uh, if you kind of just let go of all the tension, it sort of feels like a f- sloppy handshake. You know, <laughs> you want to kind of have someone. You know be firm and also like confident about how they're taking the rope down and also like delivering your hands back essentially to you yeah they've taken it away and you you want to be giving them back to the person
1: This is extraordinary. Miranda, did you say you'd done this?
2: Yeah, years ago. And like I used to, um, because again, it was the same where You learn like a few beginners things. Yeah. But then being a bit of a geek and a bit of a nerd, it's nice to go home and experiment and just try your own knots and ties. And But again, like I don't think I managed to explore like the full impacts of it. Like when you're saying you know different parts of your body and is that like um is that almost like a chakra thing you know like you know you've got like or like you know your erogenous zones or something like that is there almost something in there where it's like or or, or, Hmm. i think just from speaking to different people
0: like some people experience uh deep depending on the position that they're they're put in whether their arms are in front or in the back or whether they're being twisted around or strung up in the air that they experience different uh, mental states because as a result of it mm. um, and but it might vary from from person to person like some people might feel deeply touched with having this sort of position with the hands in front like they're being sort of held and cared for and other people might find it smothering so it it really depends on what triggers you as an individual some people find it really therapeutic uh, some people find it very claustrophobic but they like the idea of going through this sort of ordeal so they like the the feeling of having gone through it
2: yeah uh, while
0: maybe the experience while they're they're in the ropes might feel challenging or difficult the aftermath is is the high
1: so, I, um, feel? I get hugely claustrophobic. So I'm glad that mm. didn't come into my head with it. I am. Um, I am too, though, yeah. actually. And I, that's one of the reasons I quite like being in rope
0: is uh, I kind of I'm forced inside my body and I have this like s- these small little battles with myself. And I quite like that. It makes me feel really strong and powerful. Wow. I
1: found that really weird that my back felt hot then cold. Mm-hmm. So that was really extraordinary. <laughs> That's and cool. It is. Yeah, because you were pushing, I guess my, my body was pushed into, because so you can
2: expand your shoulders, can't you, and your muscles at the back yeah. you squeeze them in. Mm. It's the resistance yeah. as well because you're, you know, you're tied up. But you can just let go. Yeah, like you said, like you can just let your muscles go. And it's, yeah, and you're being held in place. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah.
1: people um, request to be tied up, say in the fetal position? I mean, are there body positions that will take you back to a certain?
0: Yeah, stage it depends or on need? on the person's. Um, like psychology i guess and what what they're looking for um so different different positions will appeal to different to different people usually though like when people tie with each other there's an element of like back and forth so there's less of like oh i want to be put in this position And then, you know, the rigor will do it. It's a bit like service oriented, like you might do it if you're paying for a session. But usually if people meet in the community and they decide to do rope together, there's usually like a little bit of meeting in the middle. Where does rope lead to? Is Do you it? want me to say sex? Whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Like,
2: Do you want to say sex? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, does it, does it, is this like the gate, The gateway drug to? I don't know what I'm talking about. You can
2: lead a BB to water, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> but does it yeah. go to
1: <laughs> I know, I know what you're
0: saying, actually. So, rope um, is actually really interesting because it's a very approachable, like, kink. I think sometimes it's really easy to, uh, to be sort of like I was sort of interested, but then you see a lot of images of people in like heavy leather and heavy bondage and dungeons, and you might not feel like that's for you, but you know, you want to explore things that are maybe more taboo and edgy and rope is a really easy uh, entry level kind of kink. I would say it's very palatable, you know, it's very artistic uh, and it's very like low commitment. You know, you can tie someone else that you don't know, like fully clothed in a very social, bright environment, and that's it. You don't have to get all dressed up and and go into a fetish party to experience it. Um, and it's a learned activity. So you can literally go to workshops and learn it. It's for other types of things. Say if you're like into needle play and um, I don't know, or other more, you know. What the f- Fudge
1: is neat.
0: <laughs> literally, what it sounds like. Yeah, but there's fewer I'll get in, Don't worry. Oh, no, <laughs> that will be
2: nice. That's <laughs> after the delicious!
0: <bacal>, <laughs> but there's less. There's less workshops. You know, it's not very common that you have like you know lots of I don't know enema workshops or things mm. like that. So it, you know, rope. There's lots and lots of learning opportunities. So it's really easy to kind of get in get into rope as your f- first exposure into the scene so we get a lot of that like a lot of people who are um, new to rope but more than that like you know curious about kink and new to it and they just this is just like a very easy stepping stone into it and then they'll meet other people in the studio then they'll get to like know about w- uh, what other events are going on and then they will already have like met like the nice people and seen that it's not scary so they'll go together to other events
1: um and so on and so forth so, yeah. and it's japanese art form
0: yeah, it's, it comes from, uh, yeah, it can trace its origins back to, uh, to Japan, uh, back to the Edo period. I mean, Japan historically, uh, has no history of use of metal. So things that we would be using metal for in the West, like shackles and
2: mm. things like
0: that, uh, they didn't really have that. So rope was used in lieu of it so you would have rope being used for uh you know construction and for like sacred things and also by extension for restriction of of prisoners so that's kind of where you can trace the origins wow. back to.
2: <laughs> it's so. <laughs> I, I love think it. when you see like the pictures, um, you'll see how artistic it is from the outside because people can wear like whole like that's their outfit, isn't it? For some people, like if they go to a fetch event, I've seen people just wearing rope,
1: yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and this yeah, really that's true.
2: brilliant Shibari outfit kind yeah. of thing. It is so versatile, very travel yeah. friendly as it well. It is, yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's it's a. Uh, it's easy to explain to people
0: you yeah. know when you say i'm into rope it's like all right yeah I get that i've seen that somewhere in a music video or something you yeah, know what yeah. i mean but explaining other kind of fetishes maybe it will, you'll scare your coworkers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what i mean uh, so. oh for them just walk past
0: right.
1: right all right <laughs> oh, God, that man in that light blue shirt did not know what was
2: happening <laughs> where can people find more details Anna?
0: Uh they can find more details on our website which is www.anatomystudio.com anatomy is spelled with an ie instead of a y that's it but i think if you google like shibari london i think we're like the top entries so. nice well
2: done so, yeah. good search engine optimization yeah, there work you go. There.
1: <laughs> well i loved it thank you yeah thank you okay, thank you okay, very much <laughs> thank you
2: <laughs> we got you we got you we got bb bernadette lynch i loved it finding her little sub space i i loved it yeah. i'm a little sub yeah when you first met me did you know that no, no, I wasn't too sure where it was going to go. I didn't even know you'd seen a penis,
1: but like, <laughs> written about them. No, I don't. Times. I've never looked at one. I always, I always make sure I've got a blindfold on, I, or take my lenses out. I don't want to see one of those. Um, that was amazing. But you've done that before.
2: I've done it to people, but I've also oh. had it done to me. But only in a sort of like demonst- demonstrative way. Yeah. But there was so much in there that I'd never thought about, and it goes to show that it's not a finite piece of learning yeah like even though i've done it to people and tied them up for me i never thought oh yeah actually it is the tying yeah that's the thing i think i've always done it oh i'll tie them up in and order then, to do something that's
1: what i thought was really fascinating about it yeah because it, it's the art of it that's it and it's as sexual as it, as your brain wants it to be and it's mm. about the space i found it weird that my body did weird things
2: yeah the temperature thing
1: oh no i meant cystitis <laughs> My name is Bebe Lynch.
2: Oh, I'm Miranda Kaye. <laughs> good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols. Where's Sam? Oh, oh, I, he ran off as soon as you mentioned oh, sorry. Um For Metro.co.uk. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, bad sex with a triple X at the end because we're naughty. We
1: are so naughty. Um, and also, if you have a sexy question or a query or a topic that you'd really love us to talk about, I mean, I resist saying the word cover, um, get in touch info at sexpod.co.uk